what up, though? Make sure you tune in to the Detroit is Different After Dark Network to hear the retired hood rap morning show hosted by your girl, comedian T-Barb. You want to be informed? You want to get your laugh on? You want to get a little knowledge and a little education? Then make sure you tune in each and every Monday. We're live and every Thursday on all platforms right here on Detroit is Different After Dark. <laughs> I need my retired hood rats in the building. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? And welcome to another episode of the Retired Hood Rap Podcast. We are live on Detroit is different after dark, even though it's in the morning. <laughs> Retired rat stuff in the morning after dark. Make sure you tune in. We are live on YouTube. Comedian T. T-Barb is the YouTube channel, and I am so excited because today we have an awesome and amazing show. We're going to talk Detroit. We're going to talk dating. We're going to talk the Detroit entertainment scene, as well as you know how we get down. We're going to do our inspirational word of the day. We're going to do our hood rap prayer, but we also have a special you know what I'm saying? You know how it be when you got that that special that special guest in the building. I am so excited. We got my homeboy Diesel in the building. What up, though? Say what up, though. What up, though? Say what's up to all the ladies. The ladies, the ones. Because my sister is so excited. She watches all of your movies. We're going to get into that. I appreciate that. She, hey, I mean, sis, it's like, up? she like, hey. Hey, sis. Let's make sure. Okay, so I need you to do something <laughs> special. I need you to say, what's up, Mary? Say hey to Mary. What's up, Mary? Where's Mary? That's my sister. Oh, what up? What up, Mary? How you I doing? give her a special <laughs> shout out before we get the show started. You know how we do. Um, I always like to start uh, the day off with something inspirational, only because today is Monday. It's the beginning of the week. And we all know that we go through so many challenges. I mean, like so many challenges um, throughout the week. So I believe in starting our Monday off fresh, okay? And also just talking about issues that we're tackling, especially, especially since it's 2022. Some people made resolutions. Did you make some resolutions? Mm-mm. No? Okay, no, none. I don't do that, no. Okay, well, some people did. Yeah. But what I want to talk about in the word of the day today is prayers, but also believing that what you pray for will come true, okay? And being ready for that, okay? Be ready for answered prayers. So many times we go into it, uh, we're praying, we're praying, we're praying, but do we really believe that those prayers will come true? Are you walking in your purpose? Are you walking like you know that these things are coming true? Or are you just talking to talk and hear yourself talk? I'm going to say that one more time. Are you walking in your purpose? Are you praying and believing it? And then also, are you ready? Because sometimes you pray for things and you're not ready for the response. Maybe you pray for God to put better people in your life. And next thing you know, you and your best friend into it. Maybe you need to be a better people. Maybe you need to be a better people. But I'm just saying, when you pray for things, you have to I'm be not, ready. Not you. Bro. Oh, I'm yeah. Saying. I know not me. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> A1 from day. I'm the Ayala of the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready. I've I been in the trenches. You what? I'm, I'm the Ayala of the ghetto. <laughs> I'm getting it in. This is my Ayala. Get my Ayala on. But that's what I'm saying. We have to be ready when we ask God, the universe, Hishnu, Allah, whoever you pray for, or the universe or yourself. But when you expect things to happen and you put those things out into the universe, you have to be ready for what's to come and you have to be prepared. That means if he removes some people or she removed or you or the universe removes some people from your life, then you have to be ready for that. You have to accept that. I'm so sick of so many times we pray for things and then when we get them, we're not prepared. We're not ready. We don't understand. Sometimes some lessons are very hard. So the word of the day is make sure not only that you're praying for things, but that you knowing and believing and understanding that those things will come true and also being prepared. Sometimes it's hard. It's not always easy to get what you asked for. Be That's why they always say, be careful what you ask for. Because sometimes God may put you in a bad position to put you in a much better position. Sometimes you may have to take three steps backwards to take 10 steps forward. At the time, you may not understand. But if you just following your path and understanding that what you pray for is coming to fruition and these are the steps to get you there, then you're going to be in a better position. So I want everybody in a 2022 to understand that sometimes the bad things that happen to you may be for your own good. And to understand that when you pray for something, 
Because I know you know. Be ready for it to come. Stop praying and not believing it's going to come. That's why it's not happening for you. Because really in your heart, you really don't believe it's going to happen. So that's my word of the day. Dun, 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 dun. Where the church at? The organs. Dun, dun. Right. You would have thought I was a little PK. Right. But I wasn't. I'm from Joy Road. I'm a, a CK, a <laughs> crackhead kid. Um, so we're going to move on. And then after that, of course, we always uh, give back to the universe. We do our uh, our hood rap prayer of the day. I do that because sometimes I get a little ghetto. So I want to start my day grounded. And it, like I say, it's not about what deity you pray to or who you say. It's just about putting some positive into the earth. So we're going to break it down like this. Dear God. And that's whoever your God is. And it don't bow your head and start praying if you're driving. Because I ain't got time for nobody to have no accident yeah, and then be like, T-Barb, I was watching the Retired Hood Rap Podcast, listening live on YouTube, Comedian T-Barb, and then this what happened to me. So I don't want you to feel like that. I want you to know, <laughs> only bow your head if you can bow your head, okay? Because that's my word. Dear God, we are thankful for today. We are thankful that you woke us up. We are thankful for every breath that we take. And no matter how hard things get, we will not deviate from our path, God, because we know that we are chosen to do certain things and you will direct us in that path. We ask that you open up our hearts, our minds, our vision, so that we can take hold of the greatness that is inside of us and not worry about what other people have to say, what they have to think. Just make us strong to get through life. Make us strong to handle all the adversity and give us the strength, the knowledge, and the tenacity to keep going and to make the right decisions. Because we know that if we trust in you and trust in our first mind, that things will work out. In your name we pray. Amen. I'm a preacher. <laughs> da, 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 da. Wait, what made that a hood rap prayer? Uh, it's um, a retired hood rap prayer, really. Because don't forget, relapse a part of recovery. Okay. So I do little, do you know, but okay. I'm going to explain to the people why I'm a hood rat. So you are tuned into the Retired Hood Rat Podcast Live on Detroit is different. Don't forget every Thursday, you can tune into us. We're on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play. Make sure you go and you click like because I'm lit. And I'll be bringing the littest people in the city down here in this boy. So make sure you listen to past episodes. Make sure you follow me on YouTube, Comedian T-Barb, because it's free. I hate when people don't want to do stuff that's free. You know what I'm saying? It's free. So let's, anyway, before I get off on my little tangent, we have a special in-guest studio, in-studio guest, not in-guest, that's the, that's the, the mm -hmm. edibles. Them edibles got me. I'm sorry. Let me slow down because I thought I was on Good Morning America for a minute. Let yeah, me start. Let me slow down. Morning. Yeah. <sighs> With, on my toast. <laughs> it's life is hard. Okay. <laughs> you got. I need some help. <laughs> if anybody dispensary want to sponsor this show, <laughs> call me. <laughs> T Barb Entertainment. <laughs> Do what? Call me. <laughs> little sponsorship. You want a little chunky girl to wear your little T-shirt? I got you. Matter of fact, shout out to my boy, Marco. So stupid, Marcus. I don't know if he's looking. He a new comedian. He gave me a shirt and say, bitch, you doing a good job. <laughs> and I think I'm doing a good job, so I put it on. Okay. So y'all ready? Let's kick it off. First off, it's an honor to have you in the building. Right? It's Kamel, right? There you go. I said, oh, listen, because I know my phonics. It's Kamel Hassan. Yes, Bam. Also known as Diesel. I want to make sure yes. the people know your government. and Because you big like that now. Mm -hmm. It's even beyond Diesel. I call you Diesel because we friends. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we need No, nah, please call me Diesel. Okay. All right. Well, that's yeah. Diesel in the building. No, I'm saying to other people, you know, yeah, I'd rather people call me Diesel. Okay. All right. Because they'll probably mess up. They butcher my name. So. It took me like uh, all night. And I've been knowing you for years. Such it took me face. all night. I was like, let me practice this. Because if I say this wrong, it's going to blow it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we have Diesel in the building. Um, if you don't know about him, he won Detroit's Choice Award for Top Actor, Favorite Actor in Detroit. You can catch him all over Tubi. He is a director, an actor, a producer, a radio personality. I could go on and on and on with his resume. You've seen him on Tubi, Amazon Prime. I mean, every time I turn around, you are at a movie premiere. Mm. You're doing something. You just made your directorial debut with three keys. God is awesome. With the girl Mina Monroe. Yes, I did man. the red carpet. A funny movie. Make sure you go check that out on please, uh, Tubi. Please. Give it up for my dog Diesel in the building. Can we get some little... Thank you. I got got you. 
Thanks for having me, y'all. Thank you. Okay, so tell the people a little bit about yourself. Oh, where do I start? I was born and raised in Detroit. Um, I grew up in church, um, in the ghetto like most of us. I uh, played sports as a teenager, went to church as a teenager, got in the music industry as a young adult, and uh, I pretty much did that with my brother for about 20-something years. And then uh, um, I dabbled in acting just a couple times in my life. Uh, once as a teenager, um, I did a play at the, you know, at the very last minute, I accepted the role and killed it. And... Um, uh, and then in 2011, my sister wrote a play and I did that. You know, I would do stuff in church, you know, skits in church and stuff. But, you know, not never really knowing what to do with acting, my acting ability. So I just didn't do it. And uh, after my sister did a play, um, uh, one of the girls in the play, one of my childhood friends, she that was actually her first play. She continued to act after the play and I could continue to do, you know, me. So, um, uh, my daughter, when my daughter was born, I knew I had to do something different, you know, with my mm -hmm. life. And I just didn't know what that was. And that friend kind of challenged me on, you know, becoming an actor. And, you know, at first she would send me auditions and, uh, I wasn't blowing her off. I just wasn't finding time to do it. And then one day she like, she checked me, you know, she cut into me and we had a, uh, well, we didn't have an uncomfortable conversation. She checked me and uh, pretty much told me I was, can I cuss? Yeah. Oh, she told me I was bullshitting. Bullshitting. She like, you really can be out here making noise and you, you, you know, and she, you don't come to this and I'm basically, I, I'm good on you. Mm. Damn. Okay. And uh, she sent me an uh, audition, and I went, and God actually been taken over just from that point. That was in 2014, and I've just been taking steps to be where I am now. Started in community theater with a lot of great, talented people. Uh, uh, Raquel Draper, Paul Johnson, um, um, uh, uh, Tara Walker, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, very talented people. I went back to uh, the roots and, and just started from scratch, you know, in the community theater. And, you know, God has been taking care of me. You know, it's been some rough, tough days, but, you know, we doing good now. So, yeah. That's I hope that's a good, good, good enough summary of that. Yeah. No, you know what? That's amazing, and I'm gonna tell you what I what I love about that is the point of your friend, mm -hmm. and when and you said a couple key things that I love. You said that your friend challenged you, mm -hmm. and it was an uncomfortable conversation. Mm -hmm. Which it's okay to say that it's an uncomfortable conversation because the truth of the matter is, if you really want to grow, you really don't grow in situations where you're comfortable. Mm -hmm. It really takes a little bit. So they, I always say, like in my book, I always say, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because at the end of the day, that's how you challenge yourself. And think about, that's a true good friend. Because mm -hmm. if she yeah. wouldn't have never really tapped into that. I, I certainly wouldn't be acting. I don't know what the hell I'd be doing, but it, it would. Because for me, I, I, I didn't see a way. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't my way to see. It was it was it was me starting a journey and just starting to build something. And you know, uh um when you when you're growing something, you know, it start off in the mud with the worms in the dark. You know <laughs> so so for me, you know, those days were rough, but I felt like uh I was going through so much in my personal life the acting was a way for me to kind of hide like mm. and it's it and it's something that i did not know about myself like so i would be ready to do all of these rehearsals because when i did my first role after that weekend of that play i ended up with six scripts and, wow. I, and my dumb ass took them all so it was really just like all right here we go and it's really been a constant flow month after month every month of the year 
you know, since then. So and when God, was that? God is awesome, huh? When was that? That was uh January 2014. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. And and you know what's so dope about this? I hope everybody is on the YouTube comedian T Bar. We are so sorry. I can't necessarily <laughs> see you guys like I normally could to uh to see that. So make sure that you go tap in with that so you can see this whole interview. No, face said I still be fucking niggas up. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to everybody that's live with us. Courtney Deacons, Dwayne Henley, my dog Big Dre, uh, everybody on Diesel Live. Shout out to all y'all. Make sure y'all tapping in. Comedian T-Barb, we a retired hood rap podcast. But you know what I love about what you saying? You keeping it so real and I love that because a lot of people like to come in and step in like, oh, it was magic. You know what I'm saying? It was great. Everything was great. I didn't have any problems. Everything was great. You like, nah, it was some dark days. It was was some times where I was like, why did I take on this? Why did I do that? Well, for me, I was known in the city. I know a whole bunch of people that I could have called and said, hey, but that God, like I said, God is awesome. The the first step I took was to Kamal Smith. Mm. And I, you know, heavy hitters. I let him know um, that I wanted to to act and this is like really before I got all the way into it and uh, our initial conversation about it was uncomfortable because he kind of checked me mm. I said this is somebody I've been knowing for you know what I'm saying over 10-15 years through his radio career and me being in the music industry we got a whole different dynamic relationship and he he never took this tone with me like Shakita never took that tone with mm. me so and what what it was for him was you can't be no you know no rapping nigga coming in here bullshitting with you. Mm-hmm. If you want to do this, you got to do it. And then at first, I'm like, man, this nigga, hey. <laughs> That's the first thing you're going to think because you coming from a different genre. So it's a different level of respect. Well, now this is their area. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so for me in that, uh, it made sense after a while. I was like, he right. Like, I don't want to use none of my music credibility to do this. I'm going to start from scratch and... I did. I met key people on the way to help propel me. Uh, Jazar Riches, uh, her and Ro uh, were very instrumental. Yeah, shout out to Jazar. She's funny, funny, funny. I follow her on the gram, girl. You funny girl. That's my sister, yes. And and she really just introduced me to a a different level of work. You know, no, it was nothing against what I was doing, but I needed to elevate my career. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in that spectrum, she she told me actually the first day we met, uh, hi, my name's Jazar. You did awesome. But can I say something to you? Like, went straight <laughs> to it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, what up? She said, you can't do this no more. You got to stop doing these right now. Like, you are too talented to do this. Mm. I can't offer you the big time, but come work with what we doing. And right. the very next day, they invited me to do something. And, 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 you know, that led me to working with Shantae DeLon. And and that led me, to, you, and working with her, it was so serious for her. Every, every element of what we was doing. She Shant- took it serious. Shantae, Shantae was a... Uh, uh, She's so tiny, but she's uh, she's so very authoritative, you know, mm-hmm. so she commands respect in her arena, you know, and working with her, it really got me in soldier mode mm. moving forward. I can't worry about nothing, but what the hell I got to do. Mm. And, and, and just our pulled me in that and then working with that, that introduced me to Melissa. Melissa Talbot. Shout out to Melissa Talbot. I got to be an extra winner. Yes, yes, yes. She, um, she basically saw my talent. She vouched for me in every every room she walked in. Mm. You, you, Diesel, you call Diesel, call Diesel. I'm telling you, call Diesel, call Diesel. And I know those conversations went on 
uh, just based off of other conversations, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, she was very, very instrumental. And I, I, I want to take care of all of those people I just named. Like, Giving like them their flowers yeah, now. I want to take care of them. Like, Giving them, I know, and- you know, they like, we're going to take care of ourselves. But I, I want to be in a position where I could say, let's do this together. There you go. A whole bunch of money. Let's do it. I love that. Yeah. And and it's like a, a community. And another thing that you tapped on that, that I love is that when it's something that you meant to do, the mm-hmm. right people will just be there. You won't even know how they there. You will go to a party and, awesome. and the right people will just be right in God your path. Awesome. So all of the people that you named, that's because, first off, work ethic is so important. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't understand work ethic, uh, you know, really trying, honing in on your craft, which is something you took serious, but it was just meant for you, brother. Mm-hmm. It was meant I for agree. you. I mean, God as far as awesome. personality-wise, and all that it, it was it was really meant for you and that's how god laid it out for you shout out to my girl callie she said are you single <laughs> they on here they on here trying to choose oh no she got that's my girlfriend oh okay okay he said he says so so they are single meaning he's not single but it sounds like if his girlfriend say it's a go she probably gonna say hell no nah. but if she do then you know I'm a, there you go. <laughs> Y'all better quit playing. Y'all better quit playing. We got Diesel in the building. It's the Retired Hood Rap Podcast. Make sure that you go on YouTube. You want to see the whole thing live. Comedian T-Barb. That's T-B-A-R-B. You also can see us live. Uh, fan page, Comedian T-Barb. And on all platforms. So his interview will be available on all platforms. Okay? On all platforms this Thursday. We drop new episodes Ooh. every Thursday. So let me ask you this. You uh, talked about the journey. I know that you have movie after movie after movie dropping. Um, Have you ever did a sex scene in a movie? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about your first sex scene. How how does that go? Because I'm I'm always so interested in that when it comes to acting and being able to separate that. And of course, that's what the people want to know. They want to know all the juicy details. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? What movie was it? How was it? Was the girl bucket naked or just a little (laughs) naked or when you thang out? Tell us about it. Well, well, I've had two. Uh, The first one was... um, it was uh, was it was supposed to be a sex scene, but uh, um, uh, they changed it at the last moment, and it was just an oral sex scene. So that was, and he said, she said, okay. Um, and I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very good movie. It is very um, good. Shout out to Dennis Reed. Uh, for me, uh, sex scenes, it's it's all a part of my job. So that's how I look at it. You, you, it's it's really about one one to come across authentic you know nothing worse than watching an awkward sex scene so for me you know the f- my, uh the first first thing for me in my experience is i just want to touch base with the female actor and you know what i'm saying just mm-hmm. make her comfortable with it with what has to be done you know what i'm saying and let her know that I, it's it's strictly professional so uh, it, it's really work at the end of the day. You want to s- sell the scene. You want to make what you're doing look and feel believable. So, yeah, it's, wor- it's work. Because, it's work. Because, um, you know, that shit don't always blow over well, you know, on camera and behind the camera. Mm. You know, you know pe- people's... Uh, significant others can't really deal with that type of stuff so it's has uh, that ever been an issue um for it, you as far has. as because I, that's that's something so that's taking us over into our title anyway mm-hmm. um i wanted to talk about dating mm-hmm. um first off dating in detroit dating in the industry online dating i know that that's sometimes an issue especially i'm a female comedian mm-hmm. so you know it can be really rough dating detroit that's a whole nother layer of mm-hmm. difficulty. So you add mm-hmm. being an entertainer in the industry that's on set for 16 hours that may have a show pop up that's mm-hmm. out late, that's maybe talking vulgar, or like you say, you may have a sex scene or have a role that that's not really who you are. Can you talk about that? Have that ever been an issue for you in a relationship or dating? Yeah, the fact yeah. that you acting hell and yeah. doing these scenes? Hell yeah. All of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm working with a lot of uh, beautiful women, 
a lot of popular yes, women. Are. Yeah, a lot of popular women, a lot of talented women, a lot of women that got a lot of stuff going for them. And it's uh it's it's a uh, it, it, I, I mean, I you know, the main thing when you you know, you want to put your feet in somebody else's shoes. So, I can understand the discomfort to a certain extent, but uh, you know, it, it's it's just really important in all relationships to just be mature about what the fuck are we dealing with? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like this is my job. This is her job. You know what I'm saying? That goes for any relationship. So, do you think you would have today? And I, like I said, I don't know. Not get on. I don't know. You know about your relationship status completely, mm-hmm. but do you think you would have to date someone in the industry that you're in to understand? Or do you go get a regular, and when I say a regular person, no, everybody is special, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Someone with an orthodox job, a right, nine right, to five. Right. Um, either way, you got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? E- e- you know, e- either way, is um, it's a situation where, again, the, the individual got to be secure. The, mm-hmm. the fact that she do movies like me might make it even worse. Cause she might have uh, her own eyes, you know, it's about what you think and what, you know what I'm saying? How you really feel about your place. You know what I'm saying? In that person's life, you know what I'm saying? That in their job to make you feel like, you know, their place is substantial in their life. So it's about security at the end of the day. Security. <laughs> security. I, I, I would I would definitely um agree with that too. But I think for like me, I need a person that's a Lisa no, entrepreneur. I need all the way Okay, you say you ain't get through with it. I'm Go sorry, ahead. I didn't all the way no, I, w- I was going back to, I was just saying from a woman perspective mm-hmm. in the industry, like you were saying, it may make it worse. I think that at least having an entrepreneur or somebody kind of in the industry. Do you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like, they work for themselves, but maybe not in the same industry. What yeah, you think? Yeah, I mean, the way I think, I don't really like to profile, you know what I'm saying, at all. Or, because once you feel shit is supposed to be a certain way, when it don't go that way, then it's going to be a problem. So I don't really like to put expectations on people. So I don't, you know, no matter what you do in life, I expect you to be secure enough to handle that I do my job because there's no woman in this movie industry can say we slept together. I don't get down like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to work. I'm here to get a job done, not not play around. Or You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I it, it's all about the individual and how they respond, you know, to each situation. I don't really like, you know, putting people in the box. You know, you can be an actress... You can be a goddamn lizard trainer. Just act like you got some sense. <laughs> a lizard trainer. I'm just saying, that, you know, whatever. <laughs> it don't, ma- don't matter. That was still you know, I funny as hell. I just need you to be secure in your place and, and help me, you know, do what I'm doing. Whoop, that is. Help me. Whoop, that is. Help me. Whoop, that. Because, I mean, because Detroit has its own uh, set of issues as it is so traveling traveling across the country well why would you say that detroit is different um this is something i observe as a very uh, a young adult um when i'm uh my older brother's trick trick and we hit we hit the road as soon as i turned 17 so i i got to see you know what it was like uh out of town you know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about everywhere. L.A., Chicago, New York, Atlanta, uh, Miami, all the big, big, big places. There's a presence about Detroit people that that you really can't you can't explain it. You can't speak on it. it. It's loud sometimes hearing it, but it's loud without hearing it. You could spot a person from Detroit. It there's just something. What up, dog? So, so you know, and I I think for certain place you know, for certain places, the clothes will tell you where they from. But that's not Detroit. Detroit is like more of the person will tell you where they from. You you can just tell it's a it's a confidence, even if it might be false. There is is an arrogance. It's a a healthy arrogance and sometimes it's, it's definitely sometimes it's unhealthy, you know, because those the motherfuckers that be in the 
in the five-star restaurants. Hey, you forgot my motherfucking body. <laughs> oh, that's the now health I'm and the I'm arrogance. Sick of these bitch, <laughs> yeah, they from Detroit. Oh, listen, let me yeah, tell you they something. From Detroit. It's a couple things that I say let you know you're from Detroit. So here we go. Mm-hmm. This is a retired hood rest segment right here. Mm-hmm. You know you from Detroit when you love lamb chops. Detroit, the only place where people get a baby lamb chop bones to suck on. At two and three years old, Shut okay, I ain't lying on the little baby. baby Listen, kids is eating lamb chops. I didn't see somebody say she liked what she liked. You know what I mean? So that's one thing about Detroit. The Cardis, even though a lot of cities have a uh, have adopted Cardis or tried to, the Cardis is the buffs. Yeah. Is we know buffed mm-hmm. up. It's it's a Detroit thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say thirdly, the ice. Detroit, the only place where the the stadium do an ice can. Yeah, the Pistons do an ice can. They y'all. gonna copy that, but it's 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 ice everywhere. I can't I can't just get an ice cream. You know what? Here we go. Now. So I got it. <laughs> it is ice. Yeah. It is ice. Yeah, it is they, ice they everywhere. everywhere. That's 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 just related but Detroit, to Detroit yeah, Golden Sun. Yeah, that's I just, call them the Sunnies. Yeah, that's just related <laughs> to our our royal status. That's in our blood. We love that shit because it's in our blood to. To shine and 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 to show off what we are and how we do. That's what royalty do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I oh, I look come through, King, King status up there. Come through, come yeah. through, King, come through, come through, King. Oh my God, King status, love that. We are in the building with Diesel, Diesel, Diesel. So Diesel, let them know some of the projects that you have that oh, uh, the people can go check out because I've been watching oh, Tubi. Please. I mean, I've been highly impressed with the Detroit film yeah. industry. Kicking and ass, right? Kicking ass. And to me, I've never been a movie buff. I'm a character now. I'm mm-hmm. definitely a, a natural born actress. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong with me. You know what I'm saying? My mama, she mm-hmm. get it from my mama. But I didn't really, sometimes you don't realize and sitting back watching and just, I'm like, damn, we killing it. Mm-hmm. So, so tell us what projects that we can go watch and see. Man, it's so much, uh, so many movies streaming. Uh, God is awesome. Uh, Amazon Prime or Tubi. You got McGraw Ave, Three Keys, um, Price of Love, One More Flip, uh, Dear Future Husband. Um, I'm sorry. He said, she said, he played me. Uh, Fakers, Strange Fruit will be streaming soon. Uh, These Men for Everybody will be streaming soon. Um, Code of Thieves, man. So just look at my IMDb, man. Just do that. Wow, wow. IMDb is going crazy. And you just met. Let's talk about the transition from. And if you guys don't know, you just tuning in. It's the Retired Hood Rat Podcast. (laughs) Make sure that you're watching us live on YouTube, (laughs) Comedian T Barb, and also on all platforms every Thursday. So we're talking with Diesel, Detroit actor producer, director, but you just made a big directorial debut yeah. with a hit movie, this new Detroit classic. Shout out to Mina Monroe, Three yeah. Keys. Tell us about that. How was that transition um, from one role in the film industry to another? Um, It's uh, it's something that God has been preparing me for. You know, God is awesome. And he'll put you in the place that you didn't know you were headed to, but he only do it when you're ready for it, you know. So for me, I I always wanted to get into that. Just didn't really know where that road was going to come, you know, where that avenue was going to come from. So I just, you know, I just wanted to continue to work and build up a, a solid reel and a solid resume and just not even, I'm not saying not have a goal. My goal is to elevate every year. And that's okay. been happening for me. So I, I, uh, I really on. I want to be able to take dope ass vacations and then come on back to work. So I just set in set in motion and just to keep working. So um, I've been on Mina since like 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. So long before um, any type of uh, movies uh, in both of our lives. Mina was actually a fucking gangster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's like she how she got along with me and my family. You said family. she was actually a gangster. Yeah, she was a gangster. She, I can see that for uh, sure. We used to uh, use her and her homies for, 
you know, models in the videos uh-huh. and shit. They they was the squad. You know what I'm saying? They 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 mob with us, and uh, just over you know over the years, you know, she go off making her name bigger, just doing her mm-hmm. own thing. When the movie thing come back up, we click up. That's my you know what I'm saying. That's my dog. You know, it ain't like we lost touch. You know, she had got into some legal trouble, and I got into some legal trouble, but we always touch base. You know what I'm saying? So. When we got in this thing, it was really, you know, just an understanding for both of us. Like, yo, let's kill this shit. Let's like, kill let's it. Kill this shit. Like, so she been uh instrumental in my career too. Just 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 advice, game. She's somebody, you know, that I could talk to, somebody I could trust. So, you know, when she was talking about doing her movie, I knew all about it. I knew all about the script and everything, but um, you know, for me, me personally, if I'm I'm doing a movie and you ask me who gonna direct it, I'm gonna say Kamal. Okay, Kamal Smith. Okay. So I didn't think that you know what I'm saying that opportunity would even I didn't even think about it. Okay. But we kept we you know we we had uh, quite a few conversations about it, and I was like, "What you think about about doing, mom?" She was like, "You would do it." Mm. Like her response was like, "Oh shit!" Like, hell yeah! Hell like it, yeah. it was, it was a no question. She sent me my deposit within an hour. Oh, and you got paid, pay up in the van because you know it may be a lot of movies, but with, they don't be getting the pay. So you say came through. The, me, you say, yeah, "Oh, now we're doing it." Me, <laughs> no uh, let me, but let me ask you that. Speaking up. Just not to change subjects. Mm-hmm. How is the transition from just showing up, being an extra, being in movies to actually running a check? How does that go? Because I think a lot of people are premature and some people are overdue. Yeah, you it's it's a um it's a it's a tricky thing. It's like you know, you can't, you know, ain't really no certain way to do nothing. It's a lot of people with no acting experience, but they popular. Mm-hmm. So they can get the check based off their popularity. And that's what happens a lot of the times, is, you know, in some of our movies is, you know, it'd be, you know, a big name. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that be that be the charge for the movie, though. You know what I'm saying? So it's business at the end of the day, you know. So we, we want to put together the perfect storm for the consumer. But but for me, it's it's a. uh it's 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 a talent thing, you know what I'm saying? You got to work your way to to get that check. You know what I'm saying? How you many gotta, movies you would you say? Do you think a person can come in on a first movie and get paid, or do you feel like a person has who, to put depends, in some work? It depends on who they are and what they bring to the pro- project. If they if it's their first movie and they got two hundred thousand followers, hell yeah, they should get paid because mm-hmm. the movie gonna sell based off of you know. Her did that demographic, you know, a nice chunk of those people are going to tap in because it's them. Like I said, so again, it's business. But if you somebody don't nobody damn know, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it just depends on what, you know, what job they giving you. If you get in the lead role, hell yeah, you should get paid okay. because they're going to get paid. Let, let's, let's be for real. You know what I'm saying? So, so. If it's your first movie and it's the lead role, yeah, I believe you should get paid. But if you just coming in, eighth, ninth person on the car sheet, then you know what I'm saying. You know you can get get some lunch, and if they decide to pay you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You get you get you yeah, get no, some. I mean, you lunch. know, compensating your spoken actors is something I plan on doing, but everybody don't do it, and I can't disagree or tell nobody how to do their business. So. For me, it just depends on, you know, who you are, who you working with, how much the budget, you know what I'm saying? All of that. So, yeah, get into all of that. You said how much the budget, all that. I mean, because I think that sometimes like somebody like me, I don't mind showing up. Mm-hmm. free and, and being an extra yeah, because I have to I have to learn you know whether I feel like I'm you know what I mean in some in some instances but you Don't. do have to pick and choose what's worth it because you can't waste your time very much and, and I know <laughs> you have an example I know it's been a movie somebody done called you in you done wasted some time no I'm God is awesome again I'm um 
I've done free shit. Don't get me wrong. I've done free movies. I've done free plays. Basically, it turned out being free when you think about how much know, time, the, yeah, how much spend, time, yeah. how much you know the gas, you know buying food. Cats mm-hmm. want to go drink after the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the rehearsal, you know, so all that add up, so you end up breaking even or losing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, but but don't get yeah, don't get it, don't get it twisted, man. These, this is a a thriving business. And it's a growing business. So don't don't get yourself into a situation where you working for for, you know what I'm saying, for what you don't feel like you worth. That go for any goddamn body. How precious is how, how much time, how much money is your time worth? Mm. You, you the one to determine that. And what you do determines that. What you represent determine that. So get up and increase your bag. Get up and increase your bag. You heard it here, right here, Retire Hood Red Podcast, live with Diesel in the building. We talking Detroit films, Detroit movie, Tubi. But wait, we, we I wanted to say something okay. about Mina because we got off of that. Um, I owe her so much because she uh it's a funny story real quick i got a video on my phone i sent it to her where i was riding up 696 and you know we were were a couple days away from shooting and it just all hit me like you about to direct your first movie and the actors believe in you and the schedule is set and the crew believes in you and then and mina believing in me is it set the tone for the rest of my career and she gave me an opportunity that nobody else would have given me. Mm. Nobody else would have given me that. And it's nothing against them, but because all of those people had a people in place. That's the only thing about me. I don't necessarily fit into a film clique. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong. It's, these, it's great production companies in the city. Uh, Moolah Films. The man, those brothers putting in great work. Great work. Great work. Yeah, Blacksmith Entertainment. Uh, 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 Lisa Brown. She just dropped uh, these men for everybody. She got two hits on her hand. It's so many great street lord rook. It's great work being done. So, so, um, it, it's a uh, uh, but those people already have their directors in place. You know what I'm saying? So she gave me a chance to just grow even more. And I, 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 I owe her forever, for real. I owe her forever because now people see, I know what I'm doing. Cause, mm-hmm. cause, because when she chose me, I found out it wasn't a popular choice. Mm. And there was a lot of people speaking out against her making that choice. So all we doing is proving people wrong. And, and the movie is great. Yeah. Three Keys. It's available on Tubi yes. right now. Yes. You also have a role in the movie. You do a cameo. Not only did you direct it, but you turn around and do a cameo in the movie as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it is definitely one of one of my favorites. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's funny. And it's a comedy. It's- so let's talk about you going from, because you typically do a lot of dramas, a lot of serious roles. Mm-hmm. So it's a directorial, directorial debut, but it's also a comedy. Mm-hmm. And I'm a comedian, so you mm-hmm. know I want to hear about yes. that experience tapping into to that comedy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm. if you know anything about me, you know I'm a silly person. I ride in my car, and if half of the day I'm listening to stand-up comedy. So my family is silly. My entire, my father's entire side of his family is a bunch of damn jokesters and silly people. So I'm, I've all I said. If you look back in the history of my post, I've been begging to do comedy. Okay. So, so for me, now don't say that in front of me because nah, you know we got the nineties knowledge cafe every Monday and we got an open mic. No, no, no. We gonna get into that. <laughs> no, for real. I really want to get into it. I just don't. I'm, I'm. It's so. I'm questioning myself too much, and I just got to get in the right place. We going to get them on the stage, y'all. Y'all heard it here live. Exclusive. (laughs) Retired Hood Rap Podcast exclusive. Diesel is going to be starting his comedy career, or at least try one time, even if it's for your birthday or something. I'm going to fucking get up there and go (laughs) knock, knock. In honor of Three Keys. It's the Three Keys comedy show. Mina, y'all heard that? There we go. So you did first time you made him a director. Second time, I'm a partner with you. We going to make him a comedian. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Right, we bring back D Ham. 
put uh put D Jones on stage. Yeah, I, I guess that's, shout I out to D Jones. Yeah, I just did a show with him at Coco man, last night too. He's an awesome dude, man. I, that's my guy, man. Shout out D Jones. He, he came in and he fucking murdered his scene. Him bro. and it's Kev. So oh Kevin God, Johnson, they, they did that. the Coney. Oh, if y'all y'all gotta go watch Please. the movie. I don't want to oh, give it all the way away. But they listen, been seen it by now. they it's did a Coney good. Island scene. Oh my God! And Hilarious. she wants the healthy bitch salad. Oh, the healthy host yes. That's what. It, oh yes. my God! When I say dying, Mina did a great job as far as writing. the comedy part yes. too and yes. writing it. Yes. So let me ask you this: mm. You like, and, and I know you gonna say I know you because you've been all you've been very yeah everything. Director or actor? I would rather be the actor. Okay. I'm um. Don't get me wrong. I love the whole process of everything we do. So. I would do all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? If somebody asked me to come on set and do something, everything except the boom mic. Oh, the boom mic. I make sure those are my best friends on set because I feel so much for those guys. So much. Because there's a couple of females that do it as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm making my business to be cool with them because I couldn't imagine fucking doing this for 12, 14, 16, 18 hours 20 hours if you work with me like <laughs> listen listen and for people who don't know about the boom mic if you listening to the retire hood rap podcast this is your boy diesel if you just tuning in the boom mic is it's a big it's a big microphone it's long and it's heavy and they actually hold it so for people who only watch movies and never been on a movie set because they got to understand this a lot of people don't understand this it's you thinking it's just all technology and people just have mics on them. They have those mics called, what, lapel mics, correct? Uh, uh, lot, lobs. Lob mics. Yeah. But they also have a guy who's standing over holding a big, long, heavy microphone, microphone the whole time. Yeah. So when people are talking, it's actually a microphone being held above them. And those people right. are called booms and they are literally holding that. So you can see their muscles bulging out like when you on set, you can <laughs> see the vein popping out they arm. Shout out Shamar Avery. He he one of the boom guys in the oh, moonlight. Shout out Shamar Avery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some days they catch him, you know, hey, here, hold this. You know, yeah, <laughs> some days they have him on the boom situation, bro. Those brothers work hard and they work together, yeah. I'm yeah, talking yeah, about, but they be on the boom and then on yeah. top of that, the boom person usually is also grabbing everything for everybody. So being on a film crew is not easy. Most people don't know. What's the average time? When you're doing a movie, how long are you on set? You It's going to at least be 12 hours. It's going to at least be 12, 13 hours. Um, a, lot of ca- a lot of camera crews. You don't really want to overwork your camera crew. So uh, 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 a lot of companies get into 14, 15 uh I've I've been on some 16, 17, 18 hours set. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 16, 17 hours. So that's why I say make sure y'all supporting these movies, y'all on Tubi, because this ain't easy. This and is I awesome, think bro. people see <laughs> the finished product. That's why I like yeah. to talk about the behind the scenes because all people see is they go watch the movie, mm-hmm. they watch that hour and a half, they see that polished hour and a half, they see that light and they see, it took it took months, and then they had to edit it for months, and then they had to go back and do this scene, and it's, then it's paperwork. You gotta, you have to love it. If you don't love it, then it's not gonna work. It's not. You're gonna hate it. It's it's gonna every moment is gonna torture you. So for me, like I said, I love to be on set. I understand every tedious moment is critical to making a film. It go from hair, makeup, light food is just everything that go into making it all work and i love it all but if i'm a, i'm gonna be honest being an actor is it's easy because i came up on stage and stage play so you know once i rehearse something once i'm pretty much good to go you know and it don't it don't matter what it is so rehearsing multiple times and then getting the opportunity to do it multiple times on set. It's, the, it's really an easy job. It's just a lot of, lot, you, need, you just need a lot of patience. 
it's easy if it's meant for you there too. You, you know, you. because we were just talking about that. I now I want everybody to see easy, it's easy and, and not you tapped on something else I love. Cause you like, it's easy. Hell yeah. Nothing to get up there like, why did he laugh? Right. He laughed. I'm I'm hungry. I'm, you know, right. all it's of these easy. things. It's easy if you love it. So, but what I want to uh, say that you tapped into is I just wish just like you have just like I have I just wish on everybody you finding what it is that you want to do because like you say you could sit on set for 17 hours and, and be hungry and talk about it all day because you love it mm -hmm. so once you find something you were designed to do that mm -hmm. that kind of that changes that and changes the game that, man that's why God is awesome because God is awesome uh, it, it found and gra it grabbed me and it, it, you know, until I got it all the way in the fall, you know, it's, it's nothing I'm doing on my own. This is this is all God's work, you know. So, and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is something uh, I found out that the year after I started acting, my grandfather was went to film school and he and he, and he went did, did uh, independent work with Warner Brothers and he did a did a title track for a movie and I'm like. Okay, yeah. You I'm, must I'm be good. my brother. I'm good. You must be my brother. I swear, do you know that after I started comedy, I found out my great-grandparents was famous comedians called Butterbeans and Susie. They discovered mm. Moms Maybelline, Step and Fetcher. I didn't, my auntie didn't even choose to tell me the story mm. until I went into comedy. She made me a binder. So mm. it, it's amazing how we don't understand how our genes yeah. play a major I mean, role. It's so it's so much, you know. That's crazy. The, yeah, the, the crazy thing about black people is just that they got so they got so much shit on our mind. It'd be really hard to get into that type of stuff and really tap into that type of stuff because, you know, uh, not just black people but people in general. You know, we're we're a culture of people where a society of people where when somebody sees somebody doing something a million people about to do it right behind that person. So, so a lot of people not really trying to figure out who they are, what they really love to do and really having the trust and the security and belief in themselves to execute that. Because when you go tap into that, it's going to be, you're going to lose my phone. My phone don't ring. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, and, and I don't take it personal because I'm focused on what the fuck I got to do. You're going to lose friends. You're going to lose mm. sleep. You're going to lose money. But in the end of the day, at the end of the day, you doing what you love to do and you serving your purpose in it. If you doing it right. So for me, it's worth it. It's worth every sacrifice. And I could say that today. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I get by my get lonely being by my motherfucking self, but guess what? So he I'm, so he I'm is fucking, single, y'all. No, I'm just saying, just I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying I live by myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a and then I I only take care if you're not calling me about taking care of no business or you ain't calling me about my daughters or my son, I don't I don't know what we talking about. <laughs> And I'll make it clear. I don't have time for that nonsense. So it's going to be about business or we not talking. Period. Yeah. So, so, ma, 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 ma. But, you know, I'm shit. I was born by myself and I'm a dad by myself. And I'm I'm taking these breaths and these motherfucking steps by myself. So being, being lonely shouldn't be what you should be afraid of because everybody can't be great. So you better make up your mind. Are you going to be one of them great motherfuckers or not? Period. Now that, now that right there, now that right there is going to be hard either way. Which hard do you want? Shout out to Andre Adams. Shout out to my dog, Caution Fly High. Also, Gary Everett also said, he said, black folks had to laugh to keep from crying. That's a wild guy, boy. He said, somebody say, he call, he call you all the time for business. You don't answer. Don't be using my live and my show to be getting in contact with people. Tell him don't be using your live for lies. You ain't calling me. You called me for some crab legs when I had the motherfuckers on deck. Yeah, you call you me say you gonna lie on the not yeah, on my, my life. My number been the same for 11, 12 years, bro. Yeah, hit me up. Shout out to everybody yeah. watching live on YouTube. Thank you so much. Sorry, I would love to uh, respond to you guys' comments, but we'll come back on there. Don't forget YouTube, comedian, 
T Barb. That's YouTube comedian T Barb. Also on all platforms this Thursday, you're gonna be able to catch the full interview. So if you saw clips on on Diesel's YouTube, on comedian T Barb YouTube, I've been on different platforms throughout the day. You can see, you can listen to the whole interview as many times as you want this Thursday. Quick, we have our news you may or not may or may not be able to use segment on the Retired Hood Rap Podcast. Real quick, let me ask you this. And it doesn't matter what your answer is. So whether you guys know it or not, this is my little, this is my chance to be the NPR of the ghetto. I was the Ayanla earlier. We had the amazing, amazing, we didn't learn so much. And I can't wait, Diesel, you definitely got to come back on the show. Let's go. Um, news you may or may not be able to use today. Did you know that they are attempting to change the requirements for what is considered fully vaccinated from just two shots and a possible two boosters to five booster shots? all together. Well, it's five shots all together. It'll be two shots and then three booster shots to be considered fully vaccinated. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Because that's what they're trying to do. That's Moderna. Don't forget, this was Moderna's first vaccine vaccine that they've ever um, been approved for and technically is still considered a clinical trial. So don't forget with the vax, whether you vaxxed or not, I don't have anything against that. Do what you have to do to keep yourself safe, to keep your immune system, whether you do it or not. But how do you feel about the continuation of the changes? Also, in news you may not or may or may not be able to use, health officials are sending unvaccinated workers who test negative home, but allowing vaccinated persons who test positive to stay at work. Any thoughts on the new the new booster requirements in this segment of news you may or may not review? I, I want to talk about the bigger the bigger picture. When are we going to hold these people accountable for these lies and these changes of these rules and stipulations? And that, okay, when they get to file you uh, uh, back back in the day, you only needed one. Now you need two, three, a booster. Now you need five, five. Then when you get to five, then what? Oh, oops. They, I'm, I'm waiting on them to say oops at any moment. And my, my problem is we got a nice chunk of people who believe every lie they tell. Everything they say, it's a nice chunk of black, white, Chinese, every race that believe everything these lying people, these the same lying motherfuckers told us milk was good for us. So what are we talking about? Damn. Milk ain't been no good from you from the day you drank it if it wasn't from your mama breast. Damn. What are we talking about? Damn. I'm so so when do we push the line? When do we say, wait, hold on? Enough of what y'all are doing, cause they they green light everything. Look at your food, the cans, the canned goods. Look at everything, everything we consume every day. When we gonna stop? We not because they got so many people programmed, and th that's those are the masses. Those are the people who who hit you, you know, walk around with the vaccination uh, like the vaccination is a badge of honor or it's a fucking gold medal. You don't know what that shit doing to your body. You believe what they telling you. So I know it's a it's a personal decision, but for me, I just don't like. It just did the, how how they controlling people minds with this shit, and I'm gonna agree with that. I think the bigger picture is uh, the HIPAA thing because now if you're if you're so if you're made to tell this health information, that means tomorrow you're gonna have to tell all your health information. It's gonna open up a floodgate for a lot of things. So whether you choose to do it or not, I think that people should be careful with just the continuation of the changes of the guidelines. Make sure that you research what you're doing, why you're doing it, and, and, and do what's best for you. But with the changes in the guidelines, I, I think that everybody needs to take a step I, back. And I, take a look I, at I, I Don't get me wrong. I understand that some people got to do what they got to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying everybody who got the vaccine is brainwashed. But if you take if you taking that vaccine, you got to be feeling like some kind of way at this point, because now they're telling you you need more medicine in your body that wasn't in your body before this. And you still take Whoopi Goldberg, triple vaxxed and got a booster still tested positive. Mm -hmm. 
So what are we really doing? What are we doing? What are we really doing? Especially with them sending those workers home. So just shout out to everybody who stood their ground um, for what they wanted to do. And uh, that was our segment of news you may or may not be Sorry. able to use. Diesel, yeah. tell everybody mm-hmm. how they can follow you, how they can keep up with you uh, and where they can see you next. Because they can see you everywhere because you be everywhere. Shout out to Gemini. Right? I know, right? Oh, my God. Gemini. <laughs> yeah, because you know he be like, I be everywhere. <laughs> yeah, Shout do. out to my comedy brother, yeah, comedian Gemini. Did. Don't forget tonight, 90s Knowledge Cafe. We are going live tonight. We got hot sauce straight from Chicago, Chicago's own hot sauce. You've seen him on Dev Jam, Comic View, Laugh Out Loud, the Apollo. He's at, he's coming in town tonight to do 90s Knowledge Cafe. Don't forget, we start the show at nine o'clock. We also have Stellana McBride. So, and open mic at 11 o'clock. So, want to throw that in. But what can we find you at, Diesel? Um, Kamel Hassan, on uh, Facebook and Instagram. That's K-A-A-M-E-L-H-A-S-A-U-N. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Google Kamel Hassan, uh, uh, my IMDB. Look up all my movies. Uh, Shout out to the whole Detroit film industry. I forgot to tell you, man, I had three movies I'm directing. I'm doing January. We want to know all about it. Tell us about it. I'm directing uh, Peanut. Uh, the biopic on Peanut. Shout out to oh BMF. Yeah, the BMB. Um, yeah, the BMB. shout out to the whole Sorry, BMB no, no. fam. Um, shout out to uh Dennis Reed. I'm directing a, a film that he's producing, and uh, shout out to Mina Monroe. She in the lab. We about to do another one. Uh, in in February, March. So well, y'all know. Uh, yeah. Holla at your girl yeah. now. You know yeah. I'm funny as hell. Yeah, now yeah. I want to be I, the I, next no, no, bank teller. I think this is a a drama, a thriller. I don't think this is a uh. Comedy, I kill but, niggas too. No, nah, but 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 I, I know I'm, how to uh, run with a knife. I'm, and then I'm producing my <laughs> own movie. Uh, shout out to Lo, my man Lo Vincent, um, uh, executive producer on Undying Love, a film written by me, will be produced and directed by me, and and then I'm gonna do one in August. Uh, the beginning of August before the kids go back to school. I'm doing a family comedy, so Ooh. I got you, Barb's. I got you, Barb's. I do click. I mean, I do it all. The Barb's do it all. Trust me. And barbs. shout out to our sponsor, Good Helpers Heating and Cooling, Good Helpers Entertainment. Make sure if you have any heating and cooling needs, that you go see Kip Fowler over at Good Helpers Heating and Cooling. They will get you together. Also sponsored by Loving in Our Purpose Home Help Agency. If you are in the Metro Detroit area, you have Medicaid and you need help make sure you call them 1-800-975-5812. Once again, that's Loving in Our Purpose Home Help Agency. They got <laughs> you because they got us. Yeah. Make sure you tune in to the Retired Hood Rap Podcast. I'm your girl, comedian T-Barb. Make sure you follow me on the gram. I am T-Barb. Also follow the show, Retired Hood Rat Mornings. Retired Hood Rat Mornings. We have clips. We have guests each and every week. Every Monday, we're live on YouTube. Shout out to everybody who's on YouTube. Everybody who listens live. Don't forget, it is streaming on all platforms this Thursday. So if you want to catch the whole episode with your boy Diesel, make sure you tune in this Thursday. Detroit is different after dark. Retired Hood Rat Podcast. And click in. Cheddar Boy is coming soon. Strange Fruit coming soon. These men for everybody coming soon. The last 24 coming soon. Playing for keeps coming soon. Made for this coming soon. Diamond Girls coming soon. I got some more. Uh, McGraw Ave season two. Damn. Oh my God, coming soon. Ooh, that McGraw Ave. All of those movies, but that McGraw Ave, they did that. Them, but I can't think of them offhand. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't. Damn, that's about ten of them. You just fired it's, off right it's, quick. It's, I've I've done 25 movies in two years, two and a half. Whoa. Years. Yeah. yeah, 25 movies in two and a half years. So 25 movies. Mm-hmm. Twelve of them. Twelve projects came out, and then uh, Smoking Good is coming out. The series. Uh, yeah, I got about 12 on the shelf. So that's why God is awesome. He got me directing because I needed to take a break from acting for a minute. Yeah. And do some behind It'd the scenes. It'd probably make you a better yeah. actor, too. Yeah, absolutely. To direct. Absolutely. But we got to... God is awesome. Listen, y'all, we got to get Diesel back. We definitely will. We thank you so much for stopping through the Retired Hood oh, Rap Podcast. Sure. Carol by Kamel Hassan. I'm sorry. I forgot that. 
Look at you. Get that pressure. Because I'm telling you, you applying heavy pressure out here. Don't forget to come see me every Monday at 90s. Tonight, meet me at 90s Knowledge Cafe. Every Monday, meet me at 90s Knowledge Cafe. Tap in. Come tap in with your girl. I'm talking about it's funny. It's going down. Yeah, they got oh the best fried chicken, the best fried fish, uh, sweet potato fries, waffle fries. It's 71 Oakman. Highland Park. Black-owned business. The damn Shout out to Mama Nandi. Shout out to Kiava Takara. My whole team. 90s DJ uh, always believe DJ Jungle. I love my team 90s. Thank y'all so much for honoring me for having me there. I appreciate y'all. I see y'all this Monday. It's the Retired Hood Rap Podcast. I love y'all so much. It's comedian T Barb Diesel in the building. Thank you for stopping through. Producer Tara, Essence of Tara, T Dog, T Dog. That's T Dog. And we out this mother bitches. Until next time. I love y'all. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. What up, though? Make sure you tune in on all platforms. DetroitIsDifferent.net. You can look at us live on YouTube at Comedian T. Barb and also live on my fan page on Facebook, Comedian T. Barb. Tune in.